Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 23 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Liz, and this is my sick sister, Jane. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my disgusting voice. Well, we had a good run. It was about five or six episodes where neither one of us was sick, but we had to break that streak. Yeah, we've circled back again. I swear I overdosed on that vitamin C and D. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, lacking. <laughs> so, how do you think that you got sick, Jane? Probably all the disgusting people around me in the stores and everywhere. Just everywhere, okay? I have noticed, I've been, for some reason, I've been very observant of people and their mannerisms, and I've noticed that a lot of people cough and sneeze so they don't cover their mouth. And isn't that like. The very first thing that you're, you learn as a person, cover your nose and cover your mouth when you sneeze. I've noticed that. People just don't have, like, any manners. Nobody says please and thank you, covers their mouth and they sneeze. I mean, even if you're at your desk, yeah, it's your desk, but germ, your germs still spray. I don't know. I've just been, uh... People are dumb. I'm ready for summer. Here's a little fun fact about Jane. Usually when she goes out of town and she comes back, she always gets sick. It's because I have a low immune system because I was a preemie. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That and every time that our mom goes out of town for some reason, Jane is on her deathbed. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe she's leaving me. So, I think we'll go ahead and get into our stories. Um, okay, well, while Jane dies, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all my story. got some good feedback about my story last week from our sister's husband. And he said that he really liked the stories. And apparently he got home. I, uh, my sister was like, Walter got home and said, I really like the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always good to hear that somebody's out there listening to us and that they like our podcast. Hey, Walter. Um, so today, my legend comes from Guatemala, and it is a tale of a short ladies' man with a very, very big hat. (laughs) His name is El Sombrerón, or the man. Remember how I told you about the Eva Longoria show that was going to come out? Well, this was... recording this? Oh, I thought you were just telling me on the sidebar. No, no, there's no sidebars during the podcast. Everything is recordable content. Anyway, well, this is one of the stories that was going to be covered, but on the ill-fated Hispanic folklore show, apparently. Um, Anyway, so it is said that he walks through the streets of Guatemala dressed in all black and with boots that rattle the windows as he passes. His guitar rests on his shoulders, and he is accompanied by four mules. 
His intentions are to make young women fall in love with him. His favorite ones <laughs> are ones with big eyes and long flowing hair. Well, we don't have to worry about that because you let me cut my hair. You are your own person. Once he finds one that he likes, he plays his sweet love songs and sings and strums the strings on his guitar, which is made of silver. And after he falls in love, he ties his mules outside of the house of his new love. He likes to chase them around, and then after he catches them, he'll lay in their bed and braid their hair. <laughs> he also doesn't let them sleep or eat. And honestly, that's... Wait a, wait a minute. That's the deal breaker for me. Like, I'm fine not sleeping, but... Um, but so ultimately, due to lack of sleep and food, they end up dying. He then claim, claims their soul to add to his collection. What the heck? There's another version of El Sombrerón, and he is called El Tzitzimite. And in this version, he is the size of a man's thumb... And he still wears his huge hat. He is known for making knots in the tails of horses and the hair of women who he falls in love with. He hides in their pillows, kicks dirt in their food so they don't eat. Daddy has told us the story. Has he? Yeah, he's told us the story that they, that, um, about the knots. Because remember when my hair used to be really long and he said, told us the story of the sombrero Huh, no, I don't remember that. I'm about to wake him up. Dad! <laughs> it's 11 o'clock on Wednesday, so everybody <laughs> in the house is asleep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that, but I mean, it's very possible because a lot of the Guatemalan um, folklore is shared with El Salvador. Like La Ciguanaba, um, they also have their version of it. Yeah. In both of the versions, they usually appear on a full moon night. And they both will ride the horses all night, so they are too tired to work in the morning. The way to get him to leave you alone is to ask him to sing a song about God. And upon hearing God, he will run away. Or you can cut your hair very short. <laughs> shut, shut up! <laughs> so that he is no longer tempted or interested. So what kind of song about God? I don't know. It said, uh, una canción como en el cielo, so like a song oh. from heaven, maybe like a, a religious song. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Janessa. <laughs> um, so once his victims die, it is said that he appears at their funerals and he weeps tears that turn into diamonds. <laughs> so... What do you think, where, and why? Huh. Maybe parents? I don't even know. Yeah, that's... I'm gonna take this one as true. That is that is the tale of El Sombrerón, or El Sitsimite of Guatemala. And fun fact, one of the very first films, if not the first Guatemalan film was made in 1950, and it was called El Sombrerón, based on the tale of El Sombrerón. Isn't El Sombrerón a song, too? Um, that's El... 
El viejo del sombrerón. Oh, ya. Yeah. El viejo del sombrerón. That was not in key. Okay. Cumbia song. Interesting. It kind of was like oddly familiar for some reason. Hmm, maybe he has told us. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he has. Especially about the um the horses and how they're all their I'm pretty sure he told us a story about the horses and how all of their tails got like tangled together. Hmm. And that they blamed it on El Sombrerón. Huh. Yeah, I'm really tempted to go like flump him out of his bed so he can <laughs> tell us a story. Well we'll ask him, guys, and then we will have an update for you next episode. Weird. That is weird. I don't know. It's I don't like it. <laughs> Me either. Especially like the hair thing. Mm-hmm. The hair hair is very creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. Theme. Okay. So last so last week you introduced us to a couple of mythological creatures from Chile. The Chilean archipelago. <laughs> archipelago. Oh. oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is it archipelago? Oh, uh, I don't know. Archipelago? No, I'm pretty sure it's archipelago. Okay. Well, today I'm going to tell the story of Winchula and her daughter La Pincoya. Oh, Chula. So, basically, La Winchula was, was the concubine for the king of the ocean um, named Mila Lobo. Uh-huh. So when when Chula had her baby, uh, one of the one of the terms was that she be allowed to take the child to the land, so that her parents could meet him. So she was from the land. Uh huh. Her. I'm sorry. So the baby could meet her. Once a child was born, she swaddled it in leaves and algae and made the trip back to land. Once she got to her parents, she started unwrapping it, but she remembered that Mila Lobo had told her that. No human eyes could ever lay gaze on the child. So she kept the baby wrapped up for the duration of the visit. As the visit came to an end, she asked her parents to watch the baby while she went to summon the boat and bring some little trinkets that she had brought from the ocean. The baby's grandfather was so anxious to see it, or to see her, that he was like, well, we can just take a peek. Um, and so the grandparents pulled back the leaves and uncovered the baby's face. And what they laid eyes upon was the most beautiful little baby in the world. Perfect and glowing. Um, they tried to look away, but some unknown force kept them staring at the child. When Winchula returned, she knew, or she saw what had happened and she began screaming hysterically because she didn't know what, you know, what would happen if... Her parents saw it. Uh-huh, the parents saw this. So she snatched the baby from their arms and took off running toward the ocean. She jumped into the into the ocean and noticed that her baby was turning into crystal clear ocean water. <gasps> mm-hmm. And by the time she reached... Um, Mila Lobo's quarters, the baby had actually transformed into an adolescent. Huh. Uh-huh. So she tur- was turning into water while she was on land, but from the moment that they reached the water, she turned into an adolescent. And so from that moment, 
She was the protector of the mar. La protectora del mar. The daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was her name? Bingoya. Bingoya. So from that moment, she was the protector of the ocean. And for if for any reason um, a boat is ever in trouble, she calms the ocean and goes to their rescue. Her, along with her sister, La Sirena, are the protectors of the ocean. So much so that when she dances towards facing the shore, that means that the fish crop will be good. If she dances away, it's almost as if she's turning her back on the people of the shore and the harvest will be good. Mm, totally picturing that. Uh-huh. So they're both mermaids? Um, actually, La Pincoya is... What is the word? Thought to be just like the most beautiful human oh. form that you could ever imagine with blue eyes and blonde hair. Oh. So rude. Okay. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. She's also thought to take um, any deceased soldiers from shipwreck to Galeuche, which is basically um, a mythical place where humans can rest for all eternity. Mm. So kind of like a water heaven, an ocean heaven, if you will. Okay. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, that's just a little tidbit about, about Buenchula and her daughter, La Pincoya. La Pincoya. It makes me think of the sailing, sailing ships? Mm-hmm. Sail ships? Is that a word? Ships. <laughs> sailboats? Sailboats. No, ships. I don't know. That have like that wooden mermaid in the front. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's who's protecting them. Huh. La Pincoya. That's weird. But I wonder if it's like a different version. Well, I'm sure. Or like obviously. a siren or oh, like siren. a Persephone or... Okay. I love mythology. Yeah, I really like it. Well, thanks for introducing us to that last week. And we hope that everybody enjoyed our stories this week. But I think it's time for a little taco taco break. break. So finally, we have put together a giveaway for y'all. Did anybody see or read? Or maybe it was just here. Do you remember when they said that the best America's favorite Mexican food? Do you remember that? Uh Uh-huh. And it was... Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you don't vote. Yeah, literally. So we want to treat everybody to America's favorite Mexican food. (laughs) So here are the rules. Get your paper and pens ready because we're in 1997. And go to our Instagram page at Tacos and Tales Podcast. Make sure to follow us. Then... Go on over to wherever you listen to our podcast, preferably iTunes. Leave us a review, take a screenshot, and send it over to us. Either inbox us or... (laughs) Jane is having technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) So either inbox it to us on Instagram or send it to our email at tacos... Or, I'm sorry, tacos and tails pot... What is our email address? So long since I say that you are, I forgot. Please hold. <laughs> okay, our email address is tacos the letter n tails at gmail dot com. 
Um, and also, if you want to include maybe a story, a personal story that you have regarding a supernatural event, go ahead and send it to us at that time. We'll post the rules on our Instagram page just in case you got lost in the midst of all my ramblings. But once again, that this is a chance to win a $20 Taco Bell gift card. Fourth meal. Fourth meal. The fuck are you talking about? I'm tired. <laughs> okay, guys, this concludes our Taco Bell. Oh. Taco Bell break. Okay, guys, this concludes our Taco Bell break. Very <laughs> so dumb. Literally. Okay, well, if you haven't, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Tacos and Tales Podcast, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Tacos and Tales. And be sure to keep a lookout because we are getting that merchandise store ready and roaring to go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Jane? Peace, love, and tacos. <laughs>